0: section 19 of birds volume three number five may 1898 recorded for librivox.org by betty b the great blue heron grotesque and tall he stands erect where the reed riffle swirls and gleams grave melancholy circumspect a hermit of the streams ernest mcgaffey erroneously called sandhill crane or blue crane By which names it is better known than by its proper name this bird is well known as one of the most characteristic of north america breeding as it does singly and in colonies from the arctic regions southward to the west indies and south america in the warmer parts of the country it breeds in vast heronries in company with other species of herons of which there are eleven or twelve to which places they resort year after year it is a common bird, except in localities far removed from streams or ponds, which furnish its food supply. This solitary and wary bird is usually seen standing in shallow water, often in midstream, but it requires great caution and skill on the part of the person who would observe its movements to get a view of him, as he usually first sees the intruder and startles him by his harsh squawking cries as he flies from his feeding place. The nests are placed in trees along rivers, usually the largest. They are bulky structures of sticks on the highest branches, a dozen or more nests sometimes being built in one tree. In localities destitute of trees, the nests are built on rocks. Sycamore trees are favorite resorts of these birds. The light color of the limbs and the peculiar tint of the foliage harmonizing so well with their plumage as to render their presence difficult of detection. The heron's food consists of fishes, frogs, crawfish, and the like, large quantities of which must be sacrificed to appease its voracious appetite, as many as ten good-sized fishes having been disgorged at one time by a heron that was in haste to get away. A happy provision of nature which often enables this family of birds to escape from the squirrel hunters and irresponsible gun carriers. The eggs of this species are plain, greenish-blue, and three or four in number. The young are without plumes, which develop gradually with maturity. Dr. Neal mentions a curious instance of the heron feeding on young water hens. A large old willow tree has fallen down into the pond, and at the extremity, which is partly sunk in the sludge, and continues to vegetate. Water hens breed. The old male heron swims out to the nest and takes the young if he can. He has to swim ten or twelve feet, where the water is between two and three feet deep. His motion through the water is slow, but his carriage stately. He has been seen to fell a rat at one blow on the back of the head, when the rat was munching at his dish of fish while the heron stands on the water's edge it remains still as if carved out of rock with its neck retracted and its head resting between the shoulders in this attitude its sober plumage and total stillness render it very inconspicuous and as it prefers to stand under the shadow of a tree bush or bank it cannot be seen except by a practiced eye in spite of its large size The flight of the heron is grand and stately. The head, body, and legs are held in a line, stiff and immovable, and the gently waving wings carry the bird through the air with a rapidity that seems the effect of magic. End of section 19. This recording is in the public domain.